1: welcome to the busted open podcast this is the busted open podcast you can listen to the full show monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 yeah welcome
0: in pro wrestling fans here on a saturday it is time for Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition right here. I am Ryan McKinnell joining you, as always, on a Saturday. And joining me, as always, we got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Happy Saturday, Mark Henry.
1: Happy Saturday. Oh, my goodness. What a week of wrestling. And we covered it all from Edge to the Elimination Chamber match. And I can't wait to get into it, man. Let's go.
0: Let's go, and it wouldn't be a Saturday edition of Busted Open. As we cover it all, as Mark said, a little Elimination Chamber, a little bit of a breakdown from last night between Edge and Roman Reigns on Friday Night SmackDown. But again, as the World's Strongest Man just said, it wouldn't be a Saturday show if we didn't bring you the weekly winner as well, where Mark and I give you the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. So let's get it going on. a Saturday. Busted Open, Elimination Chamber, weekly winner. I'm Ryan McKittle. That's Mark Henry. Sit back, relax, click play let's get it going you don't want this roman reigns we are back here on a saturday edge and roman building towards elimination chamber last night on smackdown mark what'd you think about the final the final window the final thoughts the final visions that we got of roman reigns and edge uh listen man i i liked it felt like it felt like to me mark that edge was taking a little bit of power back in this rivalry, but giving, giving Roman something to think about, playing a little bit of mind games
1: with the, yeah, the head of the table. Yeah, a little mind games. I, yeah, I yeah. liked it. And yeah. you know what? I, I, it looked like it was working.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and Edge, if anybody can do it, is Edge. We talked about people with a multitude of talents. Edge was not a one-trick pony. <laughs> not only could he wrestle, he could entertain. Not only could he entertain, but he can grab the stick. None could he grab the stick, but he could go in and, and get emotions out of you that you didn't know were there, as it related to what he was trying to, you know, give in pro wrestling. And I, man, it's just so good and so refreshing to have him back. Yeah. Because for the last nine years, we have missed. One of the elite talents of the business. And I think Edge is even better entertainer now because of the acting. 100%. Because of um, his use of flexion in his voice. And I sent a video out yesterday to um, a guy from a cooking show that I like, I, I watch on, you know, there's a network called Tastemade. So, I, I reached out to this guy, and I explained to him that man, I I love to work with you down the road. Like, I, my family, we love your show. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And he said, he texted me, he sent me a message back today, and he was like, yo, like, uh, I've seen you before. And he was like, "Man, your voice is epic," and I use—I realized that I use flexion in my voice because I'm trained to do that. Right, edge is exactly the same, but maybe better. The the dude is really—I mean, he really took um, took a hold of that training, and uses it. Well, he's and taking his it.
0: time. And well, Mark, he's taking his time now. There's a patience. There's a there's a point to everything that he's doing it, you know, very much. Let's be real about what Edge was, you know, the first five, six, seven years. It was a lot of shock, right? The rated R superstar. It was a lot of in your face attitude, Mountain Dew, extreme, like that was kind of the era. And Edge, along with the Hardy Boys and others, very much played off of that. Now now the the final whatever of his first run the final four three four years of that that first run the stuff with cena and then as you said the nine years away what that did to us as fans what it did to a generation it made us for me i wasn't always the biggest edge fan i was that final part of his run that first time i very much enjoyed it but i wasn't like it wasn't i it just wasn't to say like when he retired that night i didn't feel like i was watching a generational talent walk away from the business. I was wrong. And I think the nine years really helped me see that. And again, it added extra layers to his character that now he's bringing back. And Mark, you talk about that interaction last night with Roman Reigns. Like you talked about, you you said that you thought the mind games were working. And I agree. I felt like edge was getting through to Roman and giving things for Roman to think about, but here's here. Here's the here's the beauty of all this. We know what we're watching. These are two great actors doing great work. Right. But the nuance now of Roman to show weakness after four months of head of the table, having no worries, ultra confidence, having not a care in the world. There is that moment where Roman puts his hands behind his back and methodically walks up to edge during that promo and whisper something in his ear, Mark, I don't know what was said, but when Roman went up to edge, I got this feeling that almost like Roman wanted to like, not negotiate, but like, He clearly said something to Edge that he didn't want people to hear. What was that? Was he offering him a deal? Was he playing mind games back? I don't know. But to your point, it clearly felt like there was emotion there, and that Edge was getting through to Roman in a way that no one had before. What that getting through was, the point of it, I'm not exactly sure. But back to the original sort of point of what we're talking about, the nuance of Roman Reigns, the ability to adapt to his character and to show that without to showing to show that change without showing a ton or speaking a bunch or using his voice again the nuance of it and the nuance of roman reigns super super impressed with the work
1: that he's doing and you cannot have a complete story told without reaction you can have a lot of action but if there is no reaction to it Mm -hmm. it won't get through Roman did a hell of a job accentuating what Edge was doing by the way he reacted with his head movement, with his breathing. Yep. He how he, you know, would cut his head and kind of look at Paul like, "Can you believe this asshole is saying all of this bull crap?" Like it was just subtle movements that said a whole lot and that was the thing that i realized that roman might have been missing earlier in his career yep he was all action he looked like adonis but we couldn't feel him yep now you feel roman you know what roman is roman is the head of the table He, he he'll he'll lull you to sleep and use reactions to get that done off of your action. Roman Reigns. Roman and Edge, I think, are the best two guys that we have doing that right now. So um, maybe that's the one. And and Edge pointed it out. Edge said, you know what? I'm the main event. Yep. He said, I'm the main event. It's not. It's not you. So... If you want to be in the main event, you better win. Well, that's
0: and that's the interesting sort of takeaway from last night, because Mark, you talked about with what Edge said, did he give away his plans for WrestleMania? Because so much of the last two weeks, right, has been a hey, I got a decision to make and I'm not going to make my decision until after Elimination Chamber. Yeah, you know, this is a big deal. Obviously, we saw Edge go to NXT. We saw him go to Raw. We saw him go to SmackDown multiple shows, multiple times, except for uh, NXT, I believe. But the point being is this is a, a, a with NXT Oh, that's right. That's right. It's a choice, though, for Edge, right? I, I feel like last night, Mark, that that choice might have been made because he kind of said it in the through the course of SmackDown. Like you, you want a chance. Like whoever is going to win this Elimination Chamber is going to be the main event of WrestleMania, but it's going to be because of me because I'm the main event. So, Mark, it, it did sound like to me that Edge has his eye on. Whoever is winning the elimination chamber, whoever I should say is beating Roman Reigns, is presumably whoever walks away with that universal championship at elimination chamber. Did did, did, did is that the vibe you got? Did you feel like that Edge gave the vibe away his that intent? I
1: got, yeah. But it could be just lip service. It could just be more smoke and mirrors and mind games and he okay. could very easily go to NXT and say I know you thought that Roman Reigns was gonna be or whoever won that was gonna be the one that I chose. No. I choose you, Finn. You have something I never had before. It'd be so easy for him to go back to go back to that because I see more at NXT because one the perception of NXT is that it's a developmental system, that it's a farm league, that it's the a step below. Mm-hmm. They will never have serious ratings until that perception is gone. That's why fans choose AEW over them.
0: But Mark, do you the think perception. they want? To, do you think they want to change that perception? Because I, I think, think they another... do. I think okay. they do.
1: No, like no, nobody likes losing. If you like losing, then you know what—you're <laughs> a, you're a loser. You're you're the you're a definition <laughs> of that. Like you've accepted it, and you're willing right. the lay in it. I, I I'm not cut like that, you know. I want to win, yeah. so I know that Vince wants to win. I know that Hunter wants to win. You can say whatever you want to say, but the proof is in the pudding. So the other thing is. When you add an edge, edge went to NXT and he made that announcement that he was going to try to find out who was going to be the champion that he chose. Did you see the interaction that he had with Karrion Cross?
0: It was amazing. It was the amazing. The energy
1: yeah. went through the screen and to the people at home. So there's two guys back to back that he has the, re- the, the work with that he can elevate To his level. You don't think that the WWE wants to elevate those guys? Yeah. Get out of here. Like, you got to go do that. You have to. Because now you can have that match with Finn. And, bro, those two guys, Edge and Finn, will kill it.
0: Oh, stylistically? Kill it.
1: Stylistically, Mark. Absolutely kill it. And then you have Cross come in and say, no, I'm going to destroy you both. Send Finn home packing. And then you get Edge and Karrion Cross. Who's working over at NXT right now? Beth Phoenix. You think she's going to sit behind the announce table and allow Scarlett to help defeat her husband? No. That story is told. And then guess what? Down Six months down the road, now the demon comes back. You might have beat Finn, Edge, but can you beat the demon? (laughs) Don't let me start writing this shit. Hey, listen, for...
0: I'm with it. Like I, we talked I know you talked about this a little bit with Dave yesterday, Mark stylistically cross versus edge, Balor versus edge. I I'm, I'd be doing backflips at the possibility of seeing those guys mix it up. Right. And tell those stories. I will say this. Did edge come back, go from one to last in the Royal rumble battle back from the injury, have the feud with Roman to go back and to test himself against the next generation. I still feel like edge has,
1: well, because I still That's feel what, like he has a purpose. Is, is he, I, I, he's there's still a, there's the main a, event. He's still right, the number yeah. one. And if he wanted to, in a heartbeat, he could go right back to being on SmackDown. But he, he could do, right But here's the thing: he could he could, could do that.
0: He could do that at any time, right? Theoretically, Edge could go to NXT and he could have these stories and he could get. Uh get, essentially get that 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 show over at any point, right? Is that what he wants to do with his WrestleMania lottery ticket? Is that what he wants to do with his Royal Rumble lottery ticket? Because, Mark, he can have his pick. He can have his druthers at NXT because he's Edge. He can't demand that he gets that number one contendership against Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is the head of the You get what I'm saying? So, like, from a strategy yeah. standpoint, I, I don't know if it lines up, but I will say this. If it does, I am going to be ecstatic because – Two things. Number one, it's something I wasn't expecting, Mark, which I always love. Throw me something that I'm not going to expect. Edge choosing that road is something I don't expect, and I haven't seen. I have
1: no idea what those matches would look like. I love. You watch the Super Bowl for just a football game? Absolutely not. Tell me why. Another reason you watch the Super Bowl? Well, commercials and food. Boom. There you go. <laughs> if you would have said halftime show, I'd have been like, no. More, give me another one. Well, now, hold the on. It's commercials. Beyonce
0: or J-Lo, but yeah. Sorry. Yes.
1: For the commercials. Yeah. That's why you watch the Super Bowl. What <laughs> do you think Finn and Edge going to WrestleMania would do? It would be the ultimate commercial NXT. I like for NXT. I like it. At the Super Bowl. It would give NXT a platform that is mm-hmm. gotten never gotten, never. Hmm. That people that don't even really know what NXT is would go, "What's NXT? Why is Edge wrestling the NXT? I gotta tune in to NXT. What is that gonna do? Drive the ratings up? I like it. And if you get, if you're able to really put stuff together and process it, you can make NXT, I wouldn't say equal to Raw or SmackDown. Close the gap though. It'll definitely close the gap. So, um, that's what I think. That's what I would do if I had the pencil to quote the great Bully Ray. Um, I I just feel like that is the move to make because of all the things that hang in the balance. The playoffs are here. Here. With the season in the rearview mirror, all eyes are on the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs. 16 teams made the cut, but in the end, only one gets to drink from the cup. Follow all the action on on the air. air. Online at SiriusXM NHL. And on demand with the Sirius XM app. The 2020 stanley cup playoffs on sirius xm nhl network radio
0: the landscape of pro wrestling is evolving which means more options for fans so many activities mark henry and ryan mckinnell are here to answer the difficult questions what was the best show this week 1st you you're last the week's over so get over this is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Ken! Yeah. No damn time it is. our 3 of Busted Open getting underway. And as every Hour 3 and on Saturday does, it's, uh, it's time for Weekly Winner. Mark, where we give the nation out there the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. It is a... I don't want to say it, it's a tight race. I feel like this week, Mark, every show was good i don't know if there was a truly great show but that's why we're here we're here to break it down we're here to dive into the nuance and we're here well really at the end of the day it's personal personal preference we're here to give you what were our two best shows of the week that was in professional wrestling from monday night raw to impact aew nxt and smackdown that is where the choices reign unless you have tommy dreamer sitting in on a saturday mark then if it's tommy dreamer on a saturday then he just picks the pay-per-view that was happening on the sunday before but but mark as we know we don't actually pick pay-per-views so as we get going here to start hour 3 with weekly winner what do you say man who's it going to who's it going to be who's going to take it on your end
1: wow man I, I thought that um monday was a good show like you know it 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 flowed well you you saw a lot of intro like um you saw a lot of people get introduced to um you know talking about the elimination chamber. I actually thought
0: Mark, I actually thought that uh sorry, not to cut you off, but I actually thought Raw was as good as it has been, the best version of that show, uh that it has yeah. been in a few weeks, maybe a few months really. I, I really enjoyed the show on Monday.
1: The the gauntlet was Yeah. And that's man, probably why or
0: a big reason why I liked it. But yeah, that,
1: that was a big reason. Yeah. You know, even even the 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 match with uh Matt Riddle and yes. Lucia House and I, man they they mesh really good and there was some good wrestling in there um you know getting to see Bad Bunny in the back you know get to get beat um uh, uh Tazawa getting the uh the title that that was you know the only thing that was kind of a weak point to me in the show and we mentioned this, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the first time that Ric Flair had the interaction with Lacey Evans, uh-huh. Um, that I, I just didn't want to see Ric Flair, I, I didn't want to see it get to uh, a relationship type of thing brewing with them or whatever. And as they came out that Lacey's pregnant and – um you know but it seemed like rick was like i'm gonna be a dad you know something like that i don't know what he said i couldn't couldn't really yeah yeah. but i i could have did without that i i I just 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 let her you know go and and say make the announcement i can't i can't fight i'm pregnant um and rick go what like you let's just talk and, and him kind of like take her and have her be emotional rather than okay not... so
0: mark so rather than acknowledging the possibility that they've had sex and this is potentially rick flair's child you you leave it open you leave it open to interpretation you let the fans pontificate yeah. and wonder yeah. and, and yeah, you let
1: okay. them leave let it, more it be open. open okay um you know i i think that um you know having the promos and the interruptions with alexa bliss was good mm-hmm. Um. I mean, you just can't. poke a, you could try to poke a weakness in it, but what
0: about Kofi? What about Kofi, Kofi, and, Miz? Kofi that, and Miz? That match was badass.
1: Shit, yeah, and, and you know they had a lot of them though. You know, yeah, they like did. those guys—they worked together like you know point. five years ago, like really strong. So it was it was just like jumping back on the bicycle. Um, Tuesday, <laughs> man. Like Tuesday was really good, and 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 you know hearing D'Lo make the calls <laughs> was uh, was good. Him and Matt Stryker did a hell of a job at the announce yeah. table. Um, you know to to see uh, you know Finley come in and you know I I, I really like the fact that uh, David is is working now because I remember him when he was like a, a baby. I I mean like 1 years old, 2 years old. I remember him as an infant, man. And I I'm, I'm like I'm glad I lived long enough to see some of the boys kids wrestle. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I mean I I say that with 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 Bray and and Bo Dallas. You know, like, you know, traveling the road with them, but it's different. I never saw them as babies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, I, yeah, I I didn't see them till they were teenagers. Yeah. But I saw David as a baby, man. Like it it was it just did something to my heart. But anyway, um <laughs> just the whole show, man. Like, you know, the women's matches were good. Um the having the good brothers be involved again and see the uh the interaction between New Japan and um Impact and AEW, like, that's pretty damn special territory. Um, But when you get to AEW, um, Ray Phoenix jumps off the screen. When he came in at the end of that match, when he came, well, it wasn't at the end, but, like, in the middle of that match, You mean to tell me that there's somebody that's better than him on that show? I love everybody on that show. Mark. I'm going to tell you, man, Mark, he can Mark. be champion.
0: I was just going to say can, there might, you can, there might not be anyone better than him in the world. Mark. Like he is top, 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 top. Oh,
1: he's so good. Yes. I, I mean, it was, it was just like, it, it, it took my breath away watching him work. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, man, um, I would be such an ass if I was him because <laughs> I would be like, listen, man, like, what are we doing a, here? <laughs> give me yeah. a shot yeah, against the best guys and just a talent-based storyline. Who's better than me? And let's go because can you see the matches with him and Kenny Omega, the matches with him and Cody?
0: Well, we've had glimpses, but, but we haven't got the proper storytelling.
1: Man, I paid yeah. money to see him and Hangman Page. You know, I mean he just bro, he he's he's one he's slowly rising up my leaderboard um into my favorite wrestlers in the world. Yeah, And I mean like the world of wrestling, not the companies. Yeah. Um yeah. I thought it was entertaining to see the the best match on the show was actually Serena Deeb and and Rio. Yeah, that was the match. best yeah. match that Rio had. Since she's been with AEW, um, really good wrestling, how about, really good storytelling. Yeah, go ahead. I was to say
0: how I was to say how about finally getting a, a view of LAX Santana and Ortiz finally getting some good TV time? Like I just I I. I I want to see them taken more seriously. Like I liked them a comedic role. Like I liked him in the stadium match. Like we've seen flashes from them, but, but Mark, this is one of the most serious tag teams and longest running tag teams in the business today. I'd like to see them start getting treated like that. And I felt like we got to return to that a little bit on Wednesday
1: night. Yeah. They, they got back to business. They, they're yeah. good, man. I mean, yes. you, you can't deny, uh, even though the bucks are the bucks and they, they went with the bucks, but like, it's not always about going over; it's getting over, and right. they got themselves over again. And you can't, you know, watching uh, FDR against the Sidell brothers, um, you can see the talent, but you know, it was it left something to be desired. It was some good wrestling, but nobody's emotionally invested in that. You not know, yet, but right. Not yet, right. But it's, right. it's just it's just starting. Yep. But man, you get the NXT, and NXT man, like the, um, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, um, against Ember Moon and Shashi Blackheart. I don't think that nobody's improving in wrestler faster than Indy Hartwell, and she really don't have a choice because. She's surrounded by greatness. <laughs> That's
0: a great. If you point, just yeah.
1: pay attention, you're gonna improve. And I think that she's trying. I think that she's working with those guys and girls uh outside the ring, like and on her own time. And I, I really enjoyed that match and seeing what they did. The match, Leo uh Leon Ruff and, and Swerve. Was really good wrestling. The, I mean, we talked about what uh, the move that um, we talked about the move that uh, Reginald did with Nia Jax. Uh, Leon Ruff did a Max Mini move. I've seen Max Mini of the midget, I've seen him do the jump from the ropes, jump to the other rope, jump to the bottom. I never seen a normal sized wrestler do that before. I didn't even yeah. know if it was it was possible because of he's just flexible and athletic man. Like I mean, and they told a hell of a story too. Um, I really enjoyed that match, um, and just to see um, the Kushida and and Tyler, Tyler Roost is is an underrated wrestler. Like he's really good. And I want to see more of him as much as I want to see more of Cameron Grimes. I mean, I love the pre-tapes and the promos and stuff, but I just got to see more Cameron Grimes, man. Like, Bro. that dude floats my boat when it comes to wrestling.
0: What I was so to – to your point about Cameron Grimes, we've been – big fans of Cameron Grimes on yes. the show this Saturday yes. show specifically for a couple years, uh, very much in the vein of Bianca Belair. The moment Cameron Grimes showed up on my TV, I knew there was something special there, right? I, I think you, if you love pro wrestling and you know, pro wrestling, everyone did. What I am shocked by Mark is how quick the WWE turned around that GameStop story, made the GameStop story a part of Cameron Grimes story and built this sort of new hillbilly version of million dollar man. Mark, I hope, They run with this. I hope they keep Cameron rich. I don't want to see him like suddenly fall on hard times or lose the money. I want him to be that new version of the million dollar man. I want him to, you know, uh, use his money to get out of situations, to make situations, to piss people off. There is he is. Mark, it is so few and far between something tailor made and just pure gold hits us in pro wrestling. This is pure gold. Do not fuck this up. Like, because it's so don't. good. Yes. Please, please don't mess do it up. Not, yes. And, and don't change it. Even
1: as yeah. little as we saw Dexter Loomis, yeah. like Dexter Loomis is is a, a dominant entity on that show now. You could just do a pre-tape with him. You could just show him. They just showed the the a reenactment of him, boom, putting a, the the um, uh, chloroform right, right, right uh, on and pulling uh, shit. Now his name just slipped my brain. Um, Why why is that? Oh, my God. Anyway, y'all know who I am because you you know who I'm talking about because y'all are wrestling fans. But, like, just to see Dexter, it was amazing. I I loved it. I thought that that was one of the high points of the show, being able them pointing out uh, Johnny Gargano walking around saying, hey, have you seen this guy? And and (laughs) Beth Phoenix, (laughs) she said – uh oh, you're
0: talking about Austin Theory. I got
1: you. Austin Theory. She said you, yeah. should maybe you should just put him on the milk carton. And then he <laughs> was like, What? Like, like that was old news, like that was like something that from the past. Man, right. it was just it was a lot of real glib stuff like that. And and I want everybody in pro wrestling to pay attention to what I'm about to say. Because there's gonna be a new player in the game soon. And and that was Zoe Stark. Mm. Like she jumped off the screen. She reminded me of like a female Sammy Guevara. In uh, her debut. In her in debut. In her debut. Yeah. So yeah. imagine what she's gonna be like, you know, in the storyline of Zia Lee and the, the whole um martial arts thing, like that, bro. That story tells itself. I mean, you just you just gotta find somebody really good. To play that that character. If you could do that, man, you win, win, win twice on Sunday. Um, and the whole the whole show was really based around uh the 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 main event and the sixteenth six man tag and like there was so much strong wrestling um at the end of that show with Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly and Roger Strong, uh, Pete Dunne, Oni Larkin, uh, Danny Burch. Like, the, those guys, they, they it reminded me of, like, the 80s. Like, they switched in and out real fast, and they they did all the wrestling, like, tag team wrestling spots where uh, you just feel like, Oh no, no don't do that. Don't like you're 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 talking to this TV. They they pulled that out of me in that match and it, it just it was a really good show, man. I I I mean, um with, with with saying that and you get to last night and you got a lot of promos on SmackDown.
0: It was. Yeah, it was promo heavy.
1: And it, it was. And you, you got good wrestling, but you <laughs> didn't get enough of it. Um the storylines and that led to what was gonna be was what SmackDown was to me. It, it was like a good precursor show to what's gonna be ha- what's gonna happen at the Elimination Chamber, the final setup. Um, and and I just I, I have to go back. I'm I'm, I'm a rewind because I don't want to take up all the time. I want to go back to. Um, NXT on NXT, you had, um, Nia Jax come out and face Rochelle Gonzalez. And, and of course, you know, they, they, you, you had the, their partners too, right. But Somehow, just like when I saw Rhea Ripley and Gonzalez face-to-face, the two giants, I, I could see money and seeing both of those women really tied up. I mean, Shayna Baszler being her, her partner, you could see what her, what a, how that's going to go. Um, but the funniest thing about that segment and the best thing about that segment was not the talent. If you look in the back and you see um, what what shit? MSK and yeah, Beth yeah. Phoenix. Oh, with the popcorn, the, eating the popcorn. Oh, <laughs> Jerry Springer type. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and, and 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 them falling down on the floor and, and just being like, oh, this is too much for me, and having like a fake heart attack. Like, I, I just I, NXT. You know they 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 get they get the prize. You All know right. I I have to say they're the best show because they entertain me. They had the best wrestling, and you had people come cross branding. Just they they did a little cross branding. I mean you know not as good as Impact with the cross branding. Yeah. But to have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler come over to NXT um, and confront. Dakota Kai and, uh, Rochelle Gonzalez, uh, was a crossover enough. Um, the, uh, it was just, you know, and, and we always say on this show, if you're not first, you're last. last. That's
0: right. And That's right. NXT
1: rise above one more time.
0: Well, I'm not against it. I'll say this. Uh- it's been
1: three weeks since I had NXT beating SmackDown.
0: Yeah. And listen, SmackDown is actually and again, it's 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 fallen off a little bit in terms of and again, that's not. It's not to say it is a bad show, not even close. I'm just saying it not was burning. Close. No, it was burning there for so long, and it was doing so well that it's just not burning as bright right now. That's okay. You have ebbs and flows in pro wrestling. We all understand that. Mark, as I look as I look at the schedule that was from 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 Monday till Friday, I didn't think there was one A show. I felt everything was like B, B plus. I'll tell you right now, my favorite moment, my favorite match from the week was probably the thing that you started talking about, David. Finley. Finley, Juice Robinson, Finju showing up on Tuesdays in Impact, taking on uh, two guys that I know really well, Reno Scum, who have done obviously a lot here in Nevada and a lot on the West Coast. I loved that on Tuesday, and I really liked – uh, you talk about Monday being a good show. Raw, I feel like after having a good amount of criticism for the first, what, quarter of this year, right? First couple months. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Raw is finally finding a little bit of its footholding. And uh, I don't know how much Edge had to do with that and creating some interest. Uh, Alexa Bliss, I think, is a big part of that. But when you talk about Monday Night Raw, at least particularly this week, the gauntlet match. like right? matches telling the story. You have a three-hour show. Let's use that. Let's use that time. Use it. You know?
1: And, yeah. and, and so that I, gauntlet match did not have a weakness. No, it didn't. There I was no it. weakness, man. No. Like I really I liked mean, it. Everybody that got in there uh went toe to toe with each yep. other. They yep. I mean it was hard hitting too. I mean, it was really aggressive. And and yep. um for the most part, you you want to make sure that everything is tight and everything yep. looks the, the 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 business. They they did that. They well, if yeah,
0: if, if FinJuice was my favorite part of the week, my least favorite part of the week probably came on Wednesday when Brian Cage power bombed Sting. Ugh, I, I, I like I I'm gonna reserve judgment. I know we got this match coming down the pipeline. I will wait and see, but I'll tell you this. It was the first bump that we've seen from Sting, or at least that I've seen. I think the most of us have seen since everything was Seth Rollins and, you know, potentially watching his career end. That was really tough for me to watch that on Wednesday. I'm not again, I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I don't know. I'll reserve judgment. I'm just saying my initial reaction, Sting seeing Sting take a powerbomb from Brian Cage was holy shit, Lord Jesus, please no one hurt Sting. Mark, it looks like you had this looks like you had the same sort of response to what you saw on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, you you saw me lean into the screen yeah yeah, y'all can't see me out there in radio land but i leaned in it's just my face in the screen i was like what in the (laughs) hell are we doing there's another way to do it how about a side suplex yeah, a-
0: but it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have that same butthole puckering effect, Mark Henry. There was just oh. something about the visuals of that, and, and Sting sold the hell out of it. It was uh yeah, Mark, it was interesting. Also, something that I'm gonna wait and have reserve judgment on. I found it interesting that John Moxley and Kenny Omega, obviously, they're setting up to have this match here in a couple weeks, but Omega choosing the stipulation and naming that stipulation a barbed wire exploding uh uh, death uh, match. uh death match, Mark. That seems to me like it is completely in the wheelhouse of John Moxley. But, hey, maybe this is Omega and Callus the Invisible Hand pulling something that I don't fully understand yet. It certainly wouldn't be the first time. So, again, really intrigued without that, how how that plays out and the psychology behind it. And another thing I like about that, Mark, we're old school heads. We've seen some, you know, you know our Texas death matches, Japanese death match, whatever the case may be. We've seen some pretty gnarly shit. But f- listening to The Nation this week, it sounded like a lot hadn't. So I think... For a lot of people, this is going to be their introduction to that style of right. wrestling, which I right. think is it's, pretty cool.
1: And and, and exploding <laughs> added to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, "What? What is? Wait a minute. What did? What What did he say? Did he say exploding? How does barbed yes, wire explode?" They said exploding. <laughs> yes. Bob Wire, yeah. yeah, death match, and you know you got to be real careful too. Because I don't know if you remember or not, and I brought this up yesterday. Remember that death mask that uh, David Arquette had where they, they swung the damn um, fluorescent bulb from, the, yep. you know, like you go to an industrial building. And he got hit with one of those. And when it broke and the follow through, it cut his neck and yep. juggler vein nicked his. It just nicked the, the juggler vein and they were able to apply pressure and get him to a hospital because the hospital was really close and and it it saved his life but if 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 he would have been far out from a hospital he might he he we might not have had that movie <laughs> that you can't kill David Arquette yeah because you can't turns, turns you, out you can turns out you can
0: <laughs> turns out so, you can um, and yes they got to yeah, be they,
1: very cautious because you yeah. don't you don't want to you don't wanna devalue your company uh with doing something and, and I'm I'm down for the blood and guts. I mean sure. you know, um in pro wrestling, that's you know, it's a part of it. And and we, we we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to wait yep. and see. Yep.
0: So, like I said, I don't there wasn't an A show this week. I felt everything was like B or B plus. So it's really coming down to nuance and what you prefer as a fan. And for me, Mark, when you talk about the sell of that barbed wire exploding death match, when you talk about the power bomb, the moment, right? Of of Sting getting attacked and Cage hitting him with the power bomb. I love the match between the Bucks and Santana Ortiz. You brought up Deeb and Riho, which I thought was really, really solid match. And then the start with Paige and Hardy and everything that that happened uh, with the start of AEW. Again, it wasn't this knockdown, drag out show. It wasn't, I'm sitting here for weekly winner, and this was clearly the best show of the week. I honestly wouldn't argue with anyone. If you wanted to pick Impact as your uh, winner for weekly winner, I wouldn't argue, and I could completely understand why. If you wanted to pick Raw as your weekly winner, I wouldn't argue, and I would completely understand why. You could take any show from this week and take it as weekly winner, and I could probably see how you could make a case for yeah. it, but for me, yeah. I'm going AEW mark you win nxt but here's what we do know another version of weekly winner and another wednesday dominating myself for aew you for nxt but when we come back mark it is not about wednesday no 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 it is all about sunday in 24 hours the elimination chamber is upon us what is going to happen how is it going to play out we'll give you our thoughts when we come back here on a saturday this is busted open don't you go
1: anywhere hey everyone this is lisa ann and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast the lisa ann experience this is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present including how i went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on sirius xm each week i'll introduce you to some of the people i've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts.
0: Back on a Saturday. And Mark, it is Saturday and in 24 hours, coming up on a Sunday. Put that away. Put that away, Mark Henry. Don't you dare. Coming up in 24 hours, we got Elimination Chamber to get into. Look forward to hearing from the nation. 877 344 4893 Fight 93. And yeah, Brad Koch, I see Brad Koch on Twitter tagging Dave LaGreca says, It seems that Busted Open, that Ryan McKinnell takes less calls than Dave. No, Brad, I take Whoa. all the calls. In fact, Brad, I've taken so many calls today that Kyle from New Jersey is the only one waiting. So if you'd like to get through 877 Fight 93, there's a good chance you get on the air before the end of the show because I love hearing from the nation here on a saturday yeah as guns just said we take a ton of calls we try to we try to but also remember (laughs) listeners with calls we try to put on the best show possible right take you behind the curtain and sometimes the best show possible is getting them takes from the world's strongest man mark henry and that's what we're about to do right now because mark we are 24 hours away from the elimination chamber And I was listening to you and Dave yesterday when you were talking about that SmackDown elimination chamber. You picked Sami Zayn to walk away with the victory uh, and then obviously face Roman Reigns in the same night. I'll say this about that possibility. I like it from the standpoint of something I said a couple weeks ago. Sami Zayn is very annoying right now at, at a level that you just don't see a lot in WWE. He's just very dislikable, very annoying. Uh, But very, very good at his job, right? I would love for him to have something to hang over the head of the WWE universe. Right now, I'm underappreciated. All the things, he's got the documentary crew, but wouldn't it be nice to have that Elimination Chamber win, do it dastardly, you know, snake his way out, have that to his credit, and then he can hang that over the head of the universe for the next year. I was your Elimination Chamber winner, and of course I had to be the one who defended in the same night. Yada, yada, yada. He could take a, a, a page from the book of one Owen Hart, a guy that you Knew really well that took that slammy award made it his own sort of annoying thing sammy could do that with an elimination chamber with a title with anything i love the idea of what you said about sammy potentially walking away with the victory in 24 hours
1: yeah and and maybe not make it through the night because all you got to do is have miz uh put the briefcase up and and beat sammy Zayn in the same night and there you go there you go there you go, go. And go. and well. now uh, you, you got the, you got Taylor Made story to go right into TV, and you know you got to think about all that stuff too. I I, I don't I, I'm I'm a I'm a Sami Zayn fan. Um, I go way way back with him when he worked the Indies, and I just feel like the dude is talent, and not having him in the main capacity on the show is a travesty.
0: Yeah, and now listen, I like the idea of Sammy winning, not as much as I like the idea of Cesaro winning, Mark. And I'll tell you what, after last night, after the week ago or a week ago on Talking Smack, with that impassioned promo that Cesaro cut with Paul Heyman. I know it's been a week ago, but I I, actually, it came on. I saw the clip right after our show ended. I saw it. I was like, that is the best promo that I have ever seen from Claudio Castagnoli slash Cesaro. That was some of the best work, if not the best work that he has ever done. He's got new shirt. He's got new merch. He's got new attitude. He's getting proper placement on Friday night. He's got the big Mo to borrow from a, a caller earlier. Cesaro has the momentum Mark. I don't know if he's, going to win but i think he should because again you want to build cesaro as a baby face first of all we've been saying he's the best worker in your company for years strongest best whatever the true est not to shit on bianca there right But, but cesaro is cut from that same cloth we haven't gotten that proper push we've been asking for this forever he is that natural baby face this is his time he has the momentum and here's oh here's the most important factor roman reigns is so damn hateable If you are going to create something and and make this story for Cesaro, what better way to do it over the next year than with a guy like Cesaro? Cesaro, Roman Reigns, I don't know how it plays out, Mark. I know, I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns walks away with the title tomorrow. I don't see any changes, but screwing over a Cesaro would be a great way to just make Roman Reigns even more hateable than he already is right now.
1: And Cesaro is the only person in the company strong enough to do a counter to Roman's finish. And I can see him getting Mm -hmm. him in the front face lock and wrapping the legs and Cesaro prying the legs off, taking one step forward and suplexing Roman out of that. And you can go into it and have him say, well, I I have the answer for Roman Reigns and I think Roman knows I have the answer for him. And and you can have him be that babyface that everybody wants him to be. But I, I, I doubt if they'll go that route. I, I just hope that, um, you know, they, they do the right thing with him. Um, even, even if it's not this, like going forward. Because, you know, I'm, I've always been, you know, Claudio is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah. And as as long as I've been with the company, he's been one of my favorites and everybody likes him. The the, the I mean, it's you don't have to create it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's there. The, fans the story's love been him already. the sor- the story's the story's been organically built. Mark for the last half decade as fans have bitched and moaned and complained about hey, Cesaro is one of the best in your company, why are we the only ones who see it? Let's give our boy a chance. We've been pulling for this man for a long you have been pulling for this man for a long time. We all have been pulling for this man for a long time. Again, natural baby face, let's go. The time is
1: now. Yeah, I I don't know uh I still think I'm 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 I'm, I'm stick to the the Sammy bandwagon. Hey, I, I'm with uh, it. I'm but- with it. But but I, I I think that Cesaro is inevitably going to be uh, a world champion. Uh, he, he deserves that. He's worked hard. He's sacrificed. And he's just damn good. And when you have all of those factors in play, and like you said, yeah. and like the caller said earlier, he's got big Mo. Yep. He's got the momentum. And sometimes you just got to drop everything else. And just let stuff run. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The
0: Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters